What is up, DePaul basketball fans? My name is Ethan Densmore, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Blue Demon Hoops podcast here on the Blue Demon Hoops blog. Before I get going, I just want to give a little bit of an intro and talk about this podcast a little bit. I know I haven't. This started out as a project for one of my sports communication classes and through support as I have continued making these and just enjoyed making these so much. Um, I just decided to keep going um, beyond the initial project that I had. So thank you for everyone who has continued sharing and supporting and listening and encouraging me to continue making these episodes. It's been a lot of fun. So I hope to continue in the future. So on this episode, I'm going to talk about the two most recent losses DePaul has had in their conference schedule look at some other biggest teams, how they've been doing recently, who's hot, who could use a little bit of help going into the tournament, and then also look at DePaul's chances going into the biggest tournament as well as the off season, which is quickly approaching whether we like it or not. So most recently, DePaul lost to Xavier last Tuesday night, um, score of 67-78. to 78. Um Paul Reed, 14 points, 16 rebounds. Not a terrible game for him by any means. But as we've seen before with the Blue Demons, it can't be just Paul or Charlie producing. Everyone needs to contribute not only on offense but on defense as well to secure that win. Charlie Moore, 12 points, only one assist in this one, um, but really um, didn't play that great. Romeo Weems, 16.6 rebounds, a nice showing for the freshman Nazi Marshall from Xavier, 23.6 rebounds, dominant from behind that three-point line, and really consistent with those mid-range shots as well. Xavier, 12 for 25 on the night from three-point, shooting 48%, and also 28 for 56 from the field, 50% on the night. Very, very impressive night of shooting from the Xavier Musketeers. DePaul really couldn't. Just really couldn't come at them with the defense. Seemed to be behind from the start of the game. Not a great showing in the first media timeout even. Really, really tough. Um, Really not a lot of energy. Going into the first half, a little bit of a run from DePaul. DePaul. um, But in the end, could not come out with this one. Not as bad of a loss, though, as Butler on Saturday night, 60-42. to DePaul, this may have been their worst game of the season, only scoring 42 points, as I said. Definitely looked like not even there. Checked out. First media timeout, I think Charlie Moore already had three assists. DePaul had not made very many shots. Looked completely out of it. Um, Butler was all over them. A lot different narrative here than the first meeting they had when DePaul beat them at home back earlier in January. And not a great sign going into the Big East tournament as well as the end of the season. DePaul now 14-15 in the season, 2-14 in conference play, and struggling hard. Like, not a lot of energy, not a lot of execution. Um, Charlie Moore and Nick Angenda each had eight points. No one had double digits for DePaul. Paul Reed sat this game out with a hip injury. 
Hopefully, he'll be back against Marquette tomorrow night at home. Definitely could use some contributions from him. Um, Butler, 18 for 54 from the field. Um, It's pardon me. DePaul, 18 for 54 from the field, 33% on the night. Um, Only four assists from DePaul there. Really, really rough. Um, So, yeah, not the great... Not the greatest outcome that we expected after the first showing against Butler, but DePaul has not had that momentum. Butler came into this game with three straight losses, but DePaul could not find any energy or any sort of hope on the road here in Indianapolis against Butler. Other big losses in the Big East that we've seen over the last week, Villanova lost to Providence 58-54 to over the weekend. Uh, Marquette with a 88-79 to loss to Seton Hall on Marcus Howard's senior night in Milwaukee. And on the opposite end, some strong teams that have been playing really well as of late. Seton Hall and Creighton have really surprised me. Not teams that we thought would do bad, but have really showed to continue that stretch as we get closer to the end of the season. Seton Hall with three straight wins. Miles Powell has continued to produce and be that unstoppable force that Seton Hall has really looked to see him as. Um, definitely increasing his chances of being a higher draft pick in the upcoming NBA draft this summer. Creighton, uh, big loss to St. John's last night after they had five straight wins. But Marcus Zagorowski has still been dominant and... Um, they look to face Georgetown and Seton Hall for the remaining game. So should be interesting stretch for the Big East. DePaul has Providence and Marquette. But Seton Hall and Creighton will be tested. Seton Hall especially as they face Villanova and Creighton in their last two games of the regular season before the Big East tournament that we have coming up very, very shortly next week. Um, trying to close on the season there. And both those teams looking at tournament bids. Not much to worry about as long as they close their seasons out and have a fair enough showing in the biggest tournament. Um, also looking ahead, um, DePaul, as I said, plays Marquette on Tuesday night, which is their senior night for seniors DJ Williams, the grad transfer who we received early in January, finishing up his time with the Blue Demons, and Lyric Schreiner, who is finishing up his senior year after he transferred earlier in his college career as well. Has not seen too much playing time recently, but definitely uh, looking forward to seeing those guys being recognized uh, tomorrow night for the Blue Demons. Before they play Providence on Saturday in Rhode Island for their last regular season game of the 2019-2020 season um, before the biggest tournament, where DePaul will be the 10 seed and play current 7th seed in the Big East, Marquette. On Wednesday, March 11th, looking to hopefully build off their um, strong performance tomorrow night. Not sure if we'll have Paul Reed. Not sure what the game will look like. Obviously, Marcus Howard coming into that one, um, looking to dominate a home. Should have a fair amount of Marquette fans as well, making a short drive down from Milwaukee to Chicago on Tuesday night. And if DePaul does happen to win that game against Marquette on Wednesday, March 11th, they will then play Creighton in the second round, who is the number two seed with that first round bye. 
on Thursday, March 12th. So lots of basketball coming up for the Blue Demons in the next two weeks, looking to just close in this season that started out so strong, no one thought would 12-1 and non-conference play. The conference part of the season hasn't been that great, but we definitely have seen some strong showings from Paul Reed. Obviously, Charlie Moore, uh, after transferring to DePaul, his first year with the team has been very, very strong. Great freshman year for Romeo Weems. Um, pretty strong season as well for Jalen Butts, Jalen Coleman-Lands, and looking to build on the um, just the experience that a lot of these guys have had. Uh, looking to see more playing time, maybe down the stretch from Nick Angenda, who's gotten a lot of looks. Um, Oscar Lopez Jr. has gotten a lot of looks as well. Flynn Cameron. And um, yeah, just hoping DePaul can find some sort of energy down the stretch here. I know it's been a tough last few weeks, last few months of the season, but definitely a lot of potential in this team. So looking forward to that and hoping to cover some big wins if not some strong performances for the blue demons before the season is over so that is all for this episode i will see you in the next one go blue demons